Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hit it again real quick. Yeah. All right. Now you're recording. If it's solid, it's going. Okay. We're solid? We're good. We're good. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to the new Nasty Boys. I'm your co-host this morning, afternoon, evening, and wherever the fuck you decide to listen to this. And sitting next to me, as always, is... What's up? It's Lee Campbell. How's it going, Nasty Boys and girls? relocate two blocks from the kitchen. It wasn't that hard. Not yeah, hard. Yeah, we're, we're just like a five-minute walk from the Devoraporium Bar and Grill where we normally <laughs> do the podcast, so that's yeah. very exciting. I'm not as drunk, though. No, we are normally way more. Well, we record no. typically at about 11.30 to midnight right? after the open mics and uh, heavy amounts of weed and beer. Well, just you weed, me beer, and Sorry, I'm, no, I'm, I'm a, a nerd. One. I'm a nerd. It's fine. <laughs> I can't handle it. Um, but, you know, uh, I'd like to take a second to introduce our newest friends from SeatGeek. Let them take the confusion out of your ticket-buying experience. Instead of shopping dozens of sites to find the best deal, let SeatGeek do the work for you. Come on. Their app scans the web for the best deals to your favorite game, concert, or show, and rates them on a scale of one zero ten. Zero to ten to let you know if you are getting the best bang for your buck. I was doing so good. You, you were nailing it. Home. It's all good. A green dot marks... Great deal. Great deal. Yellow dot marks, good deal. It's and right. a red dot marks, not so good deal. Red dots, baby. Use the promo code ACAA to check out. Receive 20 bucks off your first purchase. That's two free beers of the stadium on them. No, it's, no, not. it's not. It's not. It's like one. Right. It's like one and some Cracker Jack. Beer and a half. Beer and a half. Beer and a half. Still a good deal. It's a great deal. What are you waiting for? That's promo code ACAA for 20 bucks off your first purchase. SeatGeek, life's an event. We, we have, have the tickets. Thank you, SeatGeek. We love our sponsor. Oh, yeah. we got, That's half of it. Oh, baby. And, you know, since me and old Bilbo started this show, I get asked all sorts of questions about who to bet on and who to bet with. All the time. And, you know, I don't always know who's going to win, but I do know where to go. Where do you go? The answer is my bookie. Oh, yeah. Between their live in-game betting, endless prop bets, and fantasy sports wagers, there's something for everyone. With the best player perks in the sports book business, they've been good to us, and we know that they're going to be mm, so good to you. Ooh, so good. They're hooking our listeners up all month. Visit mybookie.ag and use the promo code NASTY when creating your account to claim your 50% bonus. Laying down 100 bucks? <laughs> you You've now got an extra fifty dollars to play. Let's fucking go, baby! That is my bookie. M Y B O O K I E dot A G. Promo code nasty. You play, you win, you get paid. Fun. Dollar dollar.
Bilyam. We love you, my bookie. Thank you. Thank you, Armchair All-American. So much for being our podcast dads. We appreciate it. We do. And so, um... Here we are, bro. We did it, We're dude. It. We're still live right now. We're this still live. This is me out. It's, it's, uh, normally, we are facing nose-to-nose and yep. not ear-to-ear. I kind of miss looking deep into your beautiful eyes while we discuss our week and the Reds and making fun of, you know, just normal people trying to live yeah. their lives. I'm trying to turn. Yeah, no. It, okay, here it is. Let's turn here. it around. Let's there turn it, is. it. Okay, now we're facing. You know face. what? This is real now. Okay, now this feels real now that I'm looking into your face. Yeah. And, hey, give it up for both mine and Billy's great amounts of chest hair yeah. uh, today, huh? I mean, I know this is an audio-only podcast, but there's some grade A USDA taco meat Ooh. up in this bitch right now, and I'm really enjoying it. It's the kind of hair you want to find in your food. Comb the fuck on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Can I get a Lee's chest hair burrito, please? please that please, sounds please. pretty horny. Oh, no. I'm going to keep it. Don't need to send it back. <laughs> I need a little bit more hair in this, actually. <laughs> can I get some of Billy's pure in this enchilada? That would be great. Okay. Let's so play some, some hot pube talk. <laughs> Fuck yeah, baby. Good. We're, we're in the Queen City, man. I mean, we are with every episode, but now we're out amongst the people. We're mo- yeah, and it's weird. I'm used to... Well, you know what? It is very similar. A lot of exposed brick, like exposed duct work. Yeah. So it's like, okay, we're still in my apartment. Seven giant flat screen TVs. It's a lot like your apartment. Very much like yeah, that. Yeah, very cool. Yeah. So, well, uh, so did you come and fuck around down in OTR at all this weekend? What'd you do this weekend, This bro? week, uh, Alicia had her cousin and husband come down. And we took a, he's, a, he's an Indians fan, took him to the game on Sunday. Oh, yeah, I saw Yeah, that. they looked real good. Uh, <laughs> he, they're Indians fans. Huge Indian fans. Oh, like, well, his nickname's Ballpark Bill. Oh, yeah, you told me about that scallywag. Yeah. And so I took him around, and by the time we were done over the weekend, he looked at me and said, I don't know if I could show you this good of a time in Cleveland. No, you can't. It's in fucking Cleveland. Yeah, it's Cleveland. What are you going to do? That's not going to happen. I mean, Cleveland is a beautiful city. We've discussed this, but it ain't no queen city. No, it's not. No, it's not. Princess at best. Yeah. Nah, I'd say it's more of a duke. So you went around and did stuff with your uh, lovely wife, the first lady of the new Nasty Boys. Probably the nastiest girl I know, Alicia DeVore. Easily. Love. She's obviously here because she you has to be. You yeah. want to hear something crazy? This is the first time she's listened to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first time she's listened to this podcast while she wasn't actively trying to go to sleep in your room. Yeah, we were trying to wake her up yelling over each other. It without fail. I'll show up 30 minutes after I said I was going to show up at like 1130 and I'll walk in, and Alicia will have just walked out of the restroom with, like, her perfectly brushed hair ready to go to bed. And then we're like, all right, man, Billy, you're just going to get drunk and scream into the microphone side here for a while. I hope that's cool with you. Sleep tight in your open concept house. <laughs> There's no doors. She's like, There's not a door in that motherfucker. Yeah, she's like, I'm going to cuddle up. I'm like, I'm going to crack open. Yeah, no, we're going to and have you know a good time. I love three points. I'm very glad they had us. But I wish they had Nander Days on tap. If only they had that sweet strawberry lemonade natural light that we could just guzzle. <laughs> because if you're not hip to the jive, then get hip to the fucking jive. Get it. That stuff. It's like Four Locos without the hate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're really good. It's like good. Four Loco, but you can sleep after five. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, you're not even going to hit your girlfriend after it. Well, you don't know that. Yeah, that's a fact. 
That is actually not a fact. <laughs> it's like a guaranteed fact. I've never struck a woman not named my mom. So we're that, good. That's good. Cool. Yeah. But then I did that. Um, well, another thing that happened, you know, we talked about our dads last week. Yeah. Well, my dad almost died. Yeah, it's back-to-back Nasty Boy episodes where the co- the host's dad almost Most dies. God. <laughs> it's worse than Bell's palsy. Uh, yeah, it's a, a little bit. I mean, he did literally get hit by a truck. So He got hit by a semi-truck. So my dad's been a paramedic for 20-plus years, and he was in Liberty Township, where he works, in a tower truck, and they were blocking off 75 because there was a wreck. And then some asshole fell asleep behind the wheel of a semi and then just drilled that truck. Man. My dad was just sitting there and watched the semi go by his face and just grind up the side of the tower truck. They do not make meth like they used to, dude. <laughs> that guy should never have been asleep. Never, dude. Oh, what? my God. Dude, this trucker crank is some bullshit. Yeah. I mean, if your dad was in any other vehicle other than a truck the size of a semi-truck, yeah. this would be, like, a really sad live episode. He would have canceled. Dad's, Billy's dad got turned into pink mist. <laughs> anyway, how's it going, Billy Parts? We're doing good? We're good. We're doing a live episode for more funeral. Billy's just so dead inside, but, you know, go Reds. Go Reds. <laughs> go Reds. Well, I, I, I messaged your dad. and He told me. I messaged your dad just to pump you guys up a little bit, and uh, he's just such a sweet man. He made a sweet boy who turned out to oh, be a nasty get out of here. boy. Shut you up. Know, what are you going to do? This is actually the part of the show. We edit this out in the normal podcast, but at least one time, me and Billy just give each other feverish hand jobs during the <laughs> podcast. So that it would have yeah. been then if we were in his kitchen. But See, that's know, what's we'll so nice about that Yeti mic in the middle of the table is it doesn't pick up the knuckle shuffle. Yeah, it's true. And the cracks and Shove them nuts, baby, and no yeah. one even knows. Or the blowback, it's real nice. No these one are gives good mics. Uncle. Yeah, these are excellent <laughs> mics. These sound good. But, yeah, dude, and I went, we went over to see my dad on Tuesday, walked in, all scatterbrained. He's like, well, let's celebrate life, and just pulled a bunch of Coronas out of the fridge. Sounds very on brand, man. I was like, that is the most Bill thing that's happened. It's so cute to me that your dad's name is Bill and you go by Billy. Yeah, dude. Bill's my dad. Yeah, you can just go by, like, just miniature dad. Little Bill. Cool. Little Bill. Yeah, well, that's been ruined, but... Yeah, by, uh, by Big Bill, if you guys know what I'm talking about. Dr. William Cosby, serial rapist. That's what I'm discussing right now. Yeah, so, yeah, but you're not, you're not Little Bill. You're, no, you're I'm, I'm regular Billy, the mm, best I know. I'll take it. The best Billy I know. Did I tell you how my mom called me and told me? No. My mom called me at 8.30 in the morning, and I answered the phone, and my mom went, I just want to start by saying, your dad is okay. Okay. And I was like, okay. And then she went, also, don't look at the news. (laughs) Wouldn't it be crazy if it was like, Bill DeVore, the co-ed killer of the era? (laughs) He's fine. He's not going to die. You're never going to see him again unless there's glass in between you. But he (laughs) don't watch the news. (laughs) Yeah. But but dude, and then my mom told me the whole thing, and I was like, that's insane. She's like, but here's what's even more crazy. My dad walks into the house at 6.20 in the morning, and my mom just sits up in bed, and she goes, you're here home early. What's going on? And he said, well, I totaled the tower truck. And my mom was like, what? And he went, but it's not my fault. Important fact. Very important, important fact. Mistake. 
And then she, he told her the whole thing. But like the way my parents phrase things and the way they start. Pretty flippant. Very aggressive. Yeah, yikes. Well, I'm glad that your dad is alive. I am too. That's good. My dad's still alive. How's the Bell's palsy? He's still old droopy face, but you know. Really? He's in, he's in good spirits. Yeah, he's all drooped up. I think I did it on the episode last week, but he texted me and he goes, my dad got Bell's palsy and the right side of his face is all droopy. He looks like a pug. And, <laughs> and, he, and he texted me and he was like, I think I got a line about my face. And he goes, uh, my face looks like you're on acid. <laughs> I was like, hell yeah, Dad, you're funny. Good Dude, for self you. burn. Yeah, it was a self burn. It's, it was really good. That's great. It made me feel better about it. So all, our dads are prospering, you know? They're out great. There boning it up. Yeah, dude. Lots of sex. So much. And well, my dad happy. can't. My dad can't right now because he's all sore and tender. Oh, man. Take he, some pain pills and then do it. Have might, a day, Bill. Oh, we might have a back issue. We'll, we'll see what happens. We'll figure it out. Um, grill update! Grill update. Yeah. Grill update. We've talked about it on the pod before. Billy straight up got his grill j- j- jacked. Jacked. Charlie's grill on was taken from me by a, some a neighbors in a trap house. Now, I did not take that grill back. Probably not. And since we recorded... I have not seen that grill. It is not in Grill Alley next to said trap house. So what you're saying is you think that the people who stole the grill listen to the pod. Yes. <laughs> they got to. I mean, it makes sense. Right down there in the middle of Hughes Street, that's our target demographic for sure. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I always just go to my neighbors, knock on their door and go, hey, can you not take my grill and listen to the new Nasty Boys? And they say, fuck you, I'm going to make ribs on your grill. Yeah. It's very frustrating. Someone just stole Billy's grill and then put it on their porch put in the- 150 feet away. Not- <laughs> not- like, say something, dude. Say something. Dude, it's not even on the porch. It's on the sidewalk. It's, it's on the porch. Public domain, dude. Not the balls to just leave it out on the sidewalk, right by. Oh, I made so many good stakes on that. It's like if you kid kidnap someone's kid and just take them to a show. Yeah. It's like, hey, this is my kid now. Or you take them to, you kidnap the kid and then walk them in the same park you live in. Live by. It's not cool, man. No. Especially for someone who loves charred meats as much as you. I like, know. That was hard. It's my only, it was my only child. He's getting pretty emotional right now, guys. Billy is the meat king, and uh, one of his childs was taken away. I feel bad for you. I haven't seen it. Here's what I think has happened to it. It got scrapped for parts. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think it got. I think it got parted like a '96 Honda Civic, and sold in the black market so that other people could use the tray or the wheels that one of them was bent. Or any of that kind of situation. Maybe maybe Paul Walker stole it and he took it to a shop to get chopped just to, like, bust him. Or Guy Fieri stole it and he's chopping it up, selling it off to, like, Amaral and all these other chefs. I'll say that if Guy Fieri stole your grill, at least it's, you know, it's in Flavortown. It is, yeah. That's fine. That's okay. I think it would have made it on the village council of uh, Flavortown. It's like on an episode of Triple G. They're like, all right, you got to use only 
<laughs> rotten celery, and then this grill that we stole from OTR in Cincinnati. <laughs> wow, but it's greatly seasoned. This looks like the owner prior took good care of it. I ate some pretty tasty meats out of that grill. It bumps me out. Yeah. It hurts. So the, the real update that we're not telling you is that me and Billy uh, killed that family. Yeah, and, they're dead. Uh, yeah, so it's cool. They're fine. They're uh, fine, but they're dead. Vengeance has been enacted. The what? Vengeance. Yes. Yeah, yeah it has. They're fine. They're slaughtered. It's okay. It's good, man. Um, Real good. I had a good weekend. I uh, bopped around, did a couple sets around town, uh, hung out with my lady. It was good. I got to talk to my brother for the first time in a minute. How? When's he coming back? Kind of fucking indefinitely. I don't really know, man. Yeah, he's just out there killing the game, Jack Kerouacking it up. Yeah. Jack Kerouacking off over there in India, man. Uh, I, I I was FaceTiming with him. And he's got this story, and I'm not trying to spoil this story from him, but I'm going to do it anyway. He was over there. He's riding a motorcycle around India. Real cool guy. All he's got is like a backpack of books, a couple t-shirts, and a bunch of LSD. He's like cooler than everyone in here combined. Yeah. And he's over in India, and he got this Nepali girlfriend, this girlfriend from Nepal. I thought you said Polly girlfriend, like yeah. she fucked other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They yeah. together for four weeks. We're very open. We're very <laughs> open. <laughs> She's more open than I am, but yeah, no. So she was from the country of Nepal. Okay. And she was gorgeous and interesting and intelligent, and would take him to all these places that like he wouldn't be able to go otherwise. But the one caveat was that. She is a practicing witch. Been there, done that. She, she is a witch, and she grew up in a culture where she was told that magic and all of that was real from day one. So, I mean, in my, as far as I'm concerned, that shit is real yeah. to her. Like, it's real. It's not real to us because it's so foreign, you know, but, like, it's accepted. I believe it. She thinks it's real. It's fucking real. Fine. Our reality is what we put out there, right? Exactly. So, to her, magic's fucking real. Sure. Steven wakes up because she knew what the deal was. He's an American running around. He's going to leave. Right. He wakes up the night, their last night together. Okay. Everything's copacetic. He wakes up in the middle of the night, and she's down there under the covers, cupping his twig and berries, whispering to it. What? She put the curse on his cock? Cursed him, man. Cursed him. So he didn't think anything of it. He leaves. He's going to study with a couple of these gurus in some, like, Indian mountain. And he walks in, and it's everything that you can imagine. Big, long, white beard, red smear. He's like, this guy's legit. And Stephen said when he walked in, this dude's face just drained of all of its color. And the guy goes, verbatim, via Stephen, my friend, you were cloaked in black magic. Oh. We need to help you. And also, you might have AIDS. (laughs) What? What? So Stephen isn't just like a dirt town. (laughs) There is not a fucking tile floor to be seen. No, but also, this is the same culture that the parallels are. They believe in magic and AIDS. AIDS, yes. AIDS is very real, so are witches. That diagram (laughs) is insane. It's very tight. Um, (laughs) So Stephen, you know, is like... What? I'm cursed by a witch? The, 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 the yeah. guru basically was like, listen, man, did you fuck a witch? Right. <laughs> <laughs> did you have sex with a witch? And Stephen's like, yeah, I did, yada, yada, yada. So 
you know, the ending of it, Stephen has to spend two days in a tent, in a hot tent, walking around a pole, doing these mantras, doing these chants to cleanse himself. Oh, my while God. every hour on the hour taking a big spoonful of ash oh. and eating it and swallowing it to cleanse his body. And then he left, and then, you know, he went and got a real AIDS test. <laughs> <laughs> he went and, like, you know, gave blood or sure. whatever. And, you know, good news. First, you have, have to do the real magic to get the real AIDS test. Yeah. Totally normal. No, nah, dude, but I, I, it was so cool. I but, mean, I'm glad he doesn't have the HIV, but... Right, but I just... Also, uh, Nepali Amorous. Um, <laughs> sorry, I've been holding on to that Four one. Four-minute callback. Yeah, I've been waiting for it. I had to hold on to it. But wouldn't you, if you've heard that, like, I would have just walked out, gotten a plane, and just went home. I'm going to the United States, States of America. Where magic yeah. just is Harry Potter. I'll live with that. I don't need Doctor Strange over here telling me got the hand. Yeah, dude. It, it's like, fucking, I'll be fine. It's so heavy, man. But, you know, clean bill of health. He's the happiest person I've ever known. Of course he's got a clean bill of health. Yeah, well, his some spirits is cleaned. Okay, well, some woman talked to his balls, and then just one guy got scared. The, 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 That's what happened. <laughs> everything is cool. The story is like great and whimsical when he's like, "Oh, my friend, you are cloaked in black magic." True. It's too real when he's like, "You have AIDS, maybe." <laughs> <laughs> See, that's when it all goes to shit for me. Okay, well, you have like fluids or something. <laughs> Can I do something? Also, I'm in the wrong continent for AIDS. Man, he said that India is the most incredible place on the face of the planet. The yeah. people are just filled with love. They don't have anything, but everyone you know, is just so giving and open-hearted. But he also said, and this is, he said that you just have to succumb to the fact that you're going to have diarrhea the entire time <laughs> you're there. Mm. And I believe him. I mean, that young man, he's a redhead, so... Oof, that has nothing to do with... Well, he's also health. pale, and it's, you know, it's sunny. He's out there getting it, man. I'm proud of my little brother. I'm proud of him, too. Yeah. And you know, actually, I was kidding the whole time because I didn't want to bum you guys out, but he definitely has AIDS. So, <laughs> yeah, so Steven has full-blown AIDS. And uh, so, yeah, I'm going to start a GoFundMe for me because it's hard to be a brother of someone with AIDS. It's tough. And uh, so, yeah. How do you get AIDS in a place where the government didn't drop it off? Like, that's... <laughs> I don't get that. Oh, man. That's that organic AIDS. <laughs> that's, that's, that, made. that's that grassroots <laughs> AIDS. Yeah, it just happened, dog. <laughs> oh, also, everyone's so up. happy but also has diarrhea because they don't eat red meat. It's a fact. They... Cow, cows yeah. are sacred over there, man. Here, people eat a lot of red meat. They're angry, but less diarrhea. Yeah. Well, I don't know about me, but... Yeah. I don't know if you've had a solid shit in the last four years, Bill. That's accurate. He just, not he just immediately was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I blame steak. So, yeah, man, it sounds like uh, we are good in the family front. Your dad We're is good. safe. Your mom is safe. My brother is relatively safe. Yeah. My dad's good. My mom stays good. So, family front's good. The weekend was fun. It was great. Yeah, did Had a great time. Um, uh, can't complain about a goddamn That's awesome. thing, man. Uh, let's talk about let's talk about some... Uh, I didn't write this down, but I wanted to just come at you with it. Did you see what Verlander said? What do you say? Verlander came out and said that the ball is juiced. I mean, he straight up said that the ball is juiced. 
He said, why would a $400 billion company buy a, or a $40 billion company buy a $400 million company? Speaking about Rawlings, saying that they own them, not to just fuck with the balls. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the numbers are insane. Like, I think I saw on the bottom line that uh, the most home runs ever hit in a season was about 6,100. Yeah. And this year, the league is on pace to hit, hit 6,900. Nice. Yeah. It's actually 6,800. I wanted to say 69. Uh, you know what? Make those numbers horny. You know, what are you going to do? Yeah, make the numbers horny. Everyone in here is horny, so I figured we might as well. I think we got this big table in front of us. Big old table. <laughs> big table, small dicks. Let's party! Let's do it. But yeah, I mean, 700 more home runs than it have ever been hit in a season. Yeah. The pitching's not getting worse. It's getting better. Yeah, it's more power pitching. I mean, we're going to have more strikeouts and more home runs ever in a season. It's going to be weird and three seasons when there are like shitty players that have 39 home runs. I know. I mean, it already kind of has started a little bit, but yeah. I mean, Joey Gallo a couple seasons ago, you couldn't say he's a shitty player. Right. I mean, with the season he's having now, but there's just going to be some dude who's like, yeah, I bet 205, 190. Right. Like 30 home, home runs. runs. It's right. weird. Well, Joey Gallo, what he's changed this year. He's actually hitting for average. It's very nice to watch and have on your fantasy team. But uh, So Verlander's bitching, but he's still married to Kate Upton and a, has a $100 million contract, so he can suck his own dick. Well, he's trying. Yeah. He gets, needs to start doing some yoga and uh, bend himself in half and, and, well, and fellace himself. Think about this. He leads the league in home runs given up and leads the league in low whip. Yeah. That doesn't make sense. Well, I mean, he just throws the ball almost 100 miles an hour if you barrel it up and it's going it's out. It's gone. Well, I think it's juiced because I think Manfred gave it away. He's like, we didn't juice the ball. We just made sure the ball had less drag. Okay. That means you juiced yeah, the you ball. Changed you just changed the words. Yeah, you just didn't say, we fucked with it. We just said, well, we kind of messed with it. Yeah. Like, that's all you said that's we different. We didn't juice the ball. We just changed it so that more home runs would happen. <laughs> Shiesty. I am. Let it fly. Oh, man. Save it for me. I can call him that. Yeah, man. Yeah, for sure. The there fact that you're half Jewish just gives me way too much liberty to uh, just throw that around. I'm a, I'm a full, dirty, filthy Jew. Yeah, hit it, baby. So, but it, I, I mean, <laughs> what? We're called the new nasty boys. I don't know what you want. What everyone expected is happening. We're not called the new nice boys. Yeah. <laughs> We're not called the PC boys, huh? Yeah. Welcome to the Snowflake Hour, or whatever Republicans would say. We're cucks. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that's cool. I'm though. looking over. My wife's making out with two dudes right now. Very hot. I'm getting cucked at my own podcast. Man, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, hell yeah. Babe, no tongue! Get after it. She's the nastiest girl. She has two fingers and two butts. <laughs> oh, I, I thought you were talking about her like, <laughs> anatomically. <No. laughs> yeah, she's a real freak. She has two pointer fingers and also two anuses. Two anuses. I love her. I want to marry you, babe. Oh. <laughs> Four holes but only one dick and not enough time. Clean them up. <laughs> well, uh, but, but also to, to close the door on that, it's proof. It's I think proof is in the pudding with Vlad hitting 91 home runs. That's insane. Bananas. He hit 27 more home runs than the guy who fucking won. Right. 
Well, of course, the, you know, that's white privilege, so. It is. Right there. Adios mio. <laughs> he, scree- he hit a home run one time, and you can read his lips. He screams, Adios mio. <laughs> He's so fucking tight. I love, I love that dude. Vladimir Guerrero I Jr. still have an order for jersey. Adios mio. Adios mio. Molly says that all the time. Yeah. You're in sex. <laughs> nice. Ooh. Nice. Talking about fucking. We have pretty much the entire podcast. <laughs> yeah. Our our sex is so fast that it we do nothing is sad. Our sex is on fire. Ooh. That's right. That's great. Just like the balls, they're on fire because they're juiced. The balls are on fire. Are the balls going to be on fire when we come back from this break, dog? Yes. They can't just change manufacturing of millions of baseballs. Oh, I was I was segueing into red stuff. I was talking oh. about for the red specifically. Oh, okay. <laughs> sure, 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 sure. Billy, do you think that in the two weeks or in the four days of the All Star break, <laughs> they're going to replace every ball after, and overhaul everything? After a half billionaire said that it was messed up. Well, I mean. Last year at the break, we were like, I think almost 20 games out. Yeah, it was embarrassing. At least this year. We're only four and a half back. We're four and a half out of you we're know, four out first and place. Granted, and, we're in last place. And this, every other second place team is six and a half games back. At least. Bullshit, man. Yeah. So people try, try to say that and use that as an argument that's saying that the National League Central is a easy division. It's mediocre. I think it's the, quite the opposite, everyone. I think it's the best division in baseball. I think you li- need to listen to the new Nasty Boys because we know what the fuck we're talking about. Yep. A little bit. That's right. Craig knows. Thanks, Craig. <laughs> Appreciate you, Craig. <laughs> I don't know, but as far as the first half, uh, who are some? Uh, who are our studs? Who carried us? I mean, in the think first about half? the first two players. I'm going to say didn't have jobs until the middle of February. Valentine's Day, they didn't have a team, man. Yeah, they were they were jobless. They were in the breadline. Jose Iglesias, our starting shortstop, is hitting 288 or 282 with 315 on base percentage, uh, and he's hitting 375 with runners in scoring position. He, he's got to be the only person on our team that has a good average with runners in scoring position. He's the, yeah, that, it's just him. Jose, man, I love him. Family man, cute baby, great wife. She's actually not even that pretty, which I love because they've probably been together for a long time, you know? Probably. Like she didn't get with him because he had a lot of money. They probably were like, you know, lived in a shack in Venezuela together. I love that. That's nasty. Yeah. He's Cuban. Well, you know, they have shacks there. Too. Oh, so I, I met him on Friday. I met uh, Jose oh, Glazius yeah. at Rockin' 150 with Frank Galena, the father-in-law. And Frank Galena not only said hello to him, but he introduced himself by putting his phone in Jose's face and just started taking pictures. Yeah, get a picture of that nose. Away. Pretty funny. And then we all get a picture with him. I go up, and he's like, I'm wearing my uh, Roosevelt's Wendy Peppercorn, the Beast shirt. Yeah, yeah. He goes, dude. That's a great shirt. I'm like, thanks. Hell yeah, man. Get a picture, and as I'm walking away, he goes, man, that's a great shirt. I'm like, thank you. Get it. You're having a great season. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Do you think that we try to keep him on this team? I think you have to. He's only 29. Why not sign him to a two-year deal? But I think what he's done is he switched man- he switched management groups, MV- MVP Sports Management. So I think that he knows that his last agent fucked him real good. It's a theme in Major League Baseball it's right now. It's a theme in free agency, which we're going to get to later as well with another player. 
but you can sign him probably for a two-year, three-year, 14 to $21 million deal. Five mil a year. He's a fucking rock-solid shortstop. And, he, and it's the best offensive year of his entire career. Listen to this. He has a... He has a .9845 fielding percentage, which is third best all time. Of anyone who's ever played shortstop. Ever. That's so cool. And he's on our team. Yeah, we got him for pennies on the dollar. He's 29 years old. He's been. He's one of those guys who, like, you know, he probably, I don't know the details. I'd imagine he got drafted in some conditional draft when he was, like, 18. Yeah, drafted by the Red Sox. Yeah, he's been a professional baseball player for a decade. He's got the savvy, and he's got everything. He has the skill set. Get him on our team m- for a while. Yes. Yeah. I, don't, I wouldn't mind seeing that. I mean, you don't have too much depth at shortstop that's going to be ready in the next two to three years. Why not just ride it out? I agree, man. You're not in... Just fuck it. Own it if you know that he's killing it at the position. Just lock down a shortstop. You want your middle infield to be... I mean, second base kind of seems like it's going to be potentially a revolving door. I mean, we've got a right. different... I mean, depending on what happens with Scooter, but right. still. Or Jose Siri. You, I mean, is, have, we, have we pretty much locked in Sinzel as an outfielder? Is he a center fielder 10 years from now? I don't know, because you could move Trammell to center... Dude, Trammell, he's nasty. That's where things get kind of interesting. Yeah, I know. It, we'll talk about that a little later on after we talk about some players. But second, like, second on my list is, of course, Derek Dietrich. We've got the sprayer up here. Double fucking D, baby. Had God. to bring it. In fact, in honor of Derek Dietrich, I think I'm about to pop this jersey down a button. You going to go down a button? Yeah, let's show off some beef. Let's show off some more See, beef. See, I'm already in Dietrich mode. I'm about to show some nip. Yeah, show that nip, baby. Here we go. Hit it. Oh, yes. Oh, oh yeah. They can't kick us out if they're paying us, right? It's a fact. <laughs> yeah, and it's crazy. They're paying us $5,000 each. Dude, That's I, so tight. Yeah, and I can't believe in the writer they agreed to give us all brand new white Air Maxes. Yeah, this place is doing really well. It's great. They've I'm got very, a great budget. Three points, three great writers. Because yes. Wayne's writer is insane. Yeah, absolutely. He's, Did you know they had to give him a bathtub full of chicks every time they do a show here? Like the of hush candy. puppies. Okay, yeah. No, no, like the, oh, oh, the chicken nuggets and the okay. hush puppies. Dig it. They wheel out a clawfoot bathtub. Yeah, and then he puts it in a blender. He eats this thing called a chicken smoothie. It's not good, <laughs> man. Wayne needs to relax. It's pretty great. But, no, but Derek Dietrich, I mean, he's he's so fucking fun. He, he's yeah. a hot-ass dude. He's, he's just... He's hitting the ball all over the park. He plays like three or four positions. He's smiling the entire time. Yeah. And he, yeah, I just, I've got such a fucking crush on He's Derek got a Dietrich. 349 on base percentage. He's got 18 bombs and 22 walks. That's. That's nice. That's great for a bench player. If That's it, a super utility max player. If, when we signed Derek Dietrich, if you had told us that at the end of the season he was going to have 18 home runs. We would be like, that's the signing of the offseason. Yep. And here he is. He's got 18 with half the season left. Right. Man. And his, the most he's hit in the season is 19. So you're telling me he hits one more and he's halfway there. Yeah. That's, I love it. He's one more and he's done. And he just keeps cruising. Derry Dietrich, man. Sign him again for the, for the major league minimum. Do you think he would take that? Yeah. And I don't know. I just, again, free agency's a hellscape. It's ugly right now. Maybe by the time we have to get around trying to sign him, we're Again. not even playing. Dude, for nothing. Derek Dietrich, you got to meet him too, you scallywag. I did. I dressed up as his brother, Daryl Dietrich. Yeah. I did the full 
mustache, eye black mustache, and then I bought the sprayer on Amazon for $22, and then just impersonated him at the Cincy shirt signing we had with him. He thought it was hilarious. It was great. He, he fucking, he walked in, and then I got called into the back after messing with people in line, saying like, oh, who's ready for my autograph? They were just not having they it. They were so bad. <laughs> I want to see Derek Dietrich. Well, yeah, who's Daryl? This guy is a hundred pounds heavier. That's, that's such a good bit. He had the eye black mustache on and the big old gaudy gold chain. Such a good uh, bit. Just really upset some people. Dude, and I saw that, there, that thing was full of water, and I'm like, who wants sprayed? And everyone's like hiding their posters, and baseball's like, not me! No. So I, I, they call me into the back, I walk in, he just looks at me, gives me the side hand, and just goes, dude. You are awesome. So he's a cool guy. He's a cool guy. So then at the end of it, I had him sign the sprayer. And when he signed it, he went, you know, this is only the second one I've ever signed. The first one was the, the incident at the ballpark with the bees. Mine's the second. The first one went on the authentic shop. You could get it for $850. I bought my sprayer for $2250 on Amazon. Hell yeah, baby. And you say I'm just half a Jew. <laughs> nah, you're right, man. You're super Jewish. <laughs> he also drives a two-tone Jeep. Of course he does. It's like white body, and then like all of the accents are black. I, I, I that really doesn't surprise me at all. Derek Dietrich could have the uh, the upside-down bumper sticker that says, "If you can read this, flip me over," and I wouldn't hate him. <laughs> That's how much I enjoy Derek Dietrich. Oh, yeah. It's just covered in Life is Good bumper stickers. Man, yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, I own a couple Life is Good shirts. <laughs> oh, dude, my dad was all about that. Life is good. It, well, this drawing isn't. It's just a stick figure. Well, well. You get it would be easier if we were just sticks, Bill. Yeah. <laughs> Life would be great. Who else is a hero? Is it some of these arms? We got, we got three arms. Amir Garrett. Stud. 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 42 games, 37 innings pitched, 54 Ks, 1.7 ERA, and 14 holds. I think a hold is more important than a save because it keeps the game going. Absolutely. I mean, if you get a hold in the 7th, 8th, the way that our starting pitching was at the beginning of the season. And still is. 6th. Yeah. You know, but I mean, before when we weren't getting, when Sonny couldn't make it past 5 and a 3rd. Yeah. When Tyler couldn't make, you know. But Amir Garrett... He's as much of a lockdown as we have down there. Yeah. I mean, we kind of saw glimpses of it last season, but we, we went into this think, season thinking that, you know, Rossell was going to be our guy. And he's not. And, you know, up to this point, he's not. I still, I still got love for him and faith in him. But, uh, I mean, Amir yeah. Garrett is the dude that you throw in if you need three outs or two outs. You know what? I want to see him. Uh, I want to see him after the break. I want to see him do more six out, in, six, more six out appearances. Absolutely, man. Because I was so sick of the, the, first, the first half of the first half of the season where David Bell didn't know how to use his bullpen and would just throw Amir out for... Uh, and, and, and out, and out, a and third out. of an inning. That was frustrating. You're Absolutely. over, you're overtaxing your bullpen, yeah. and it started to show towards the uh, towards us climbing out towards the All Star break. And you know, it, we we get to give him a pass because he was definitely just trying to figure out how to work his pin. Right, and you, you have, and he's figured it out. He's gotten a lot better about it, and that was the only flaw in David's game. Yeah, I mean, all of his cheeky little moves right now for the last. I feel it's like kind of third of the season. 
they've worked. Yeah, he's locked it in. You know, at the beginning of the season, it was really easy to hate on David Bell when he would throw in three pitchers in an inning. No one could get a rhythm, and we'd give up four runs. And it's very easy sitting on the couch being able to be like, what the fuck? Keep a mere kid in the entire time. Right. But I see what he was trying to do. He was trying to play around with it. And uh, I trust him now, man. I like the cheeky moves, dude. Did you, did you see I got to meet David Bell, too? Yes, you did. Yeah, that was pretty cool. You're rubbing shoulders with me. Dude, I'm making it happen. And what's crazy is that none of them have listened to the podcast. Well, that is truly shocking. That's a shame. Thank I was you, pissed. Molly. Got a beard. Yeah, David's like oh, the new so Nasty good. Boys. No, I only listened to um, White Noise. I was like, oh, that, that, that's why you're so yeah, jealous. Yeah, for sure. But David Bell just listens to elevator music. Yeah. <laughs> He's just chilling, yeah, man. It's just Kenny G. Keeping it cool. David but, B. Um, the other hero, it's the it's the two starters. One of them, Sonny Gray. I mean, he's got a 3.59 ERA. Are two all stars, baby? Two all stars. He has a 10.26 K per nine. That is that's, that's filthy. filthy. That's filthy. That's disgusting. And uh, uh, opponents average, it's 224 against him. I think so. He's he's getting swings and misses a lot. Man, the fact that we locked up Sonny for three seasons. And this is obviously just me trying to look through rose-colored glasses and be happy about it. But if you look at his career, he, he really thrived in Oakland. That's when he was yeah. the young stud, right? The beast. Tiny market. Yeah. Yankees. Pay him a ton. He goes up to New York. He's just like some shy, meek dude. He's got two cute little boys and a wife, and he just seems kind of like yeah. a, a, a chill person. Yeah, boy from Tennessee. Yeah, he's a country boy. Right. So then he moves to New York. There's not a fucking tree in sight. Well, can't, and, and I don't know. I just think, you know, maybe small market fits him a little bit more. Well, also, that ballpark didn't suit his pitching style, and the Yankees were trying to make him throw sliders. Yeah. And he said the slider is a shit pitch. I mean, considering so, with what he can work with. Right. If you, if you have a 12-6 curveball, a nice changeup, and an awesome two-seam, why do you need a slider? You already have that with your two-seam. Focus on it. And, and I also just love so much that there's a baseball player on our team named Sonny. Oh, it feels good. It just does my heart good. I know, man. Sonny Gray. Sounds like he played on the Remember the Titans team. <laughs> <laughs> He's a fucking baseball player. Is this kid player. the rookie of the year? That's him, man. That's him, Sonny Gray. Hot ice. Now, then you have the stone-cold killer, Luis Castillo, with a uh. 2.29 ERA, uh, 10.53 Ks per nine, and batters are hitting 169 off of they him. They can't hit him, man. Dude, did you see that... Um, um, who what, what, Terry Francona was that at the All Star game or was that? Oh um, yeah, it was Terry Francona. Compared him to Pedro. Yeah, he's he is he's very similar to Pedro Martinez. Yeah, because I watched that '99 All Star like recap thing they did on MLB Network, and that changeup is the exact same. Yeah, it's his number one out pitch. He's throwing it 38 percent of the time now. 38% of the time he's throwing a yeah, changeup that moves like it's got a motor on it, dude. Right. So tight. How long do we have him locked up? We've got him for four more years. That's, that's bonkers, man. He could win a fucking Cy Young for us. I know. And that's what he said. He's like, they asked him at the All-Star at the All-Star game, like, so what's your next goal? He said, to win the Cy Young this year. Yeah, absolutely. And he so can't. he's focused. He wants it. And if, if Ryu falls off, I think it's his. I don't, I don't have any doubt in my mind. He's got the stuff, baby. I know. He's got the stuff. So, I mean, with Sonny and Luis, 
Okay, we can talk about some bummers. A no, bummer no, no, no. is another arm. No, I was just going to say with Sonny and Louise, we have them for the next three seasons. But, or, yeah. You know, so, I mean, moving forward, and uh, it, it, we'll talk about the bummers, Alex Wood and all that. But when you have Sonny and Louise, it's hard to say that we should sell right now. Sure. I don't know. Well, you ha- but then you also have them. But then you can say, you can use it as a reason as to why we should sell. Yeah, but you're not going to sell them. That's the thing. You have those are your cornerstones, and you can continually build around them. There's there, the pieces you're moving. You're going. You would lose in general. Absolutely. So, I don't know. Well, it's it's a weird spot because you don't you you don't know what to do because you're in a spot where if you sell, you can make. A haul happen. Probably. But if you don't sell and you buy, then you could fuck up the future. I think that the Reds seem like a team, they've acted like a team that cares about the fan base. Yeah, man. They totally do. I mean, they pour money into the stadium. They try to be active in the offseason when we can. Every year. I, You know, it would just break my heart if we sold some pieces and sent Yossi somewhere or sent Scooter somewhere. I, although I'm so excited for the seasons to come with what we've got, with these arms, with the young arms, with Trammell, with Sinzel, with everything that's yeah. happening. Suarez is Siri, locked up. Stevenson. It's, it's, it's so exciting, but like, it would just—it—it's just telling the fan base, "Hey guys, don't worry about the next four months. We don't plan on winning." Right. You know. <laughs> like, and and it's hard, and the heart, you know, fans, we get it. We do a fucking podcast about the Reds. We really like the Reds. But to the layman, it would just be like, oh, yeah, the Reds don't give a fuck. But baseball's a hard game. It's difficult. I mean, it's, difficult. It's, it's harder to... Because you, when you draft and you think about building, you don't think about the next season or the next season. You think about three, four, five seasons down the line. Yeah. And when it all comes together, when you're in a small that's market just, that just, doesn't spend yeah. money or, or refuses to go deep into the pocketbooks... This is what happens. You have to plan for this. You have to understand where, where, where your limits are and strike when the iron's hot so that you can build and be better than everyone else in your division that has money, like the Cardinals and the Cubs, and know, like, two years from now, we're going to be better than them from when the, when the Cubs lose Schwarber, when they lose Bryant or Rizzo, or when the Cardinals, when, when Goldschmidt falls off, or when Matt Carpenter falls off, and... and you know, and what, whatever's going to happen with St. Louis's starting rotation. You have to realize that if you can build it now and be better in the future, you have to accept that. You got to do that. It's just hard to swing to a fan base. I trust our front office so much, man. But the Nick Kroll and Dick Williams. The like, fan base is already so disconnected. Most of them are disconnected and are used to it from the past four years of just having the shit kicked out of us. We're very bad. We've been very bad. Was it five consecutive 90 loss years? That's as bad as it gets. We tried. It didn't. It's working. But couldn't you? wouldn't you want to be better? Of course. Okay. Yes. I think. I don't know. So are you- I don't think I don't. I think that you send off. I think you send off Hernandez. I think you send off Hughes. I'm I'm pro that. Let we can sell because those. Because you arts. can fill those holes with pitchers from AAA and rotate in and out. Whoever's tired, send them back down down I-75, and then send the other fucker back up. Yeah. It's an hour and a half drive. We, ha- we have you homes out there. And I know that, like, that's why I, I do this. I just bullshit into a microphone. I don't make any real important decisions because, like, I'm emotional about it. 
I fucking love Yasiel Puig. I would cry if we traded him to the Indians. Yeah, I that think that's, a, that's a realistic landing spot. Yeah, yeah, I mean, likely. I wouldn't doubt it. He'll probably go. He'll probably go. It'll be so sad. Does it change if we come out of the break and win three games and everyone else loses, and then in a week we're fucking a game and a half out of first place? Yeah. Like I said, the deadline, the deadline is the 20th, but the Reds' deadline is July 15th. Where you are at and where you're going to move so then you can start talking to people. It's got to get moving and shaking up in I here, I think if Cincinnati. you go under five games, if you go back under five, six, seven games – it's time to move them. If it, it yeah. So but it's not going to hurt that much. I don't because I just, I just don't. Because the way Jared Hughes hasn't been used in the past two weeks as much as he was earlier in the season. Hughes and Hernandez could. Go Hernandez out and get is a haul. tired. Tanner Rourke. Dude, you can get a haul for Tanner. A team that's plans on going deep in the playoffs: the Yankee, Red Sox, Rays, anybody in the fucking yeah. AL East, AL East, like Tanner Rourke. Could win you a World Series. You could get a major league ready player for Tanner Rowan. Yeah, straight up. You could get a guy that you could you could get like a Kyle Farmer type or something like that. Exactly. Solid bat, solid position, maybe like a utility guy. Right. So there's nothing wrong with that. Or you send off and you get three AAA pitchers. One of them works out. You're you're back in it. No, I I, I I love our team. I do too. I love our team and I trust the people making the decisions. It'll just be interesting to see how it plays out. And it'll be it all kind of it's it, it's this week. Yeah, this is the week. It's this week. It's the next fucking three games. Who do we got next? We have three at the Rockies and then three in Chicago. Yeah, three and in Colorado is winnable, especially then, with our bats. Yeah, and their starting pitching is dog shit um, this season. It's almost like a reverse of what happened last season for the Rockies. I wouldn't – if the bats come alive in Rocky Stadium – you know, or Coors Field, Jesus Christ. Coors Field, I don't, I don't doubt that we could take two out of three, but that's if the bats come alive. Fingies crossed, baby. Big crossing. Uh, we talked about the guys. We talked about Amir and Luis and Jose and all the guys that killed it for us this year. There's been a couple bummers so far. Yeah, I mean, not having Alex Wood has been an absolute disappointment. He was the piece that we were most, uh, besides Yasiel Puig, who's sexy and like a sexy name. Right. Adam Wood is who we thought was going to help our team out the most in that trip. Yeah, I thought Alex, you know, he was two years ago, Alex. he's two years removed from being third in Cy Young voting. And now he's removed from baseball with yeah, a bad Back. Not even throwing. Now he threw in uh, Louisville last week on Sunday. He pitched one and a third, gave up a run, two hits. His back tighten up? Nope. Scooter's tight. Scooter's uh, hamstring is very tight. Toit like a tiger. He's got yeah. a banjo, baby. So I heard that Scooter, we talked, I think we talked about it last week. Scooter's hamstring, or Scooter's groin, did not just just seize up or strain ripped it off the bone the reds haven't said anything but it's like yeah he straight ripped it off the bone guys if you're listening the groin is the muscle closest to your pp yeah so that hurts really bad it's right there yeah it's it yeah <laughs> it's the dick root the root it's, it's really pain it's that oh my god scooter for a guy with a name that cute you shouldn't have an injury that gruesome can't be named Scooter and have no. your muscle torn from your dick bone. It's <laughs> not how that works. Dick bone adjacent. Somewhere down there. Somewhere it's around in the there. neighborhood, dude. It's in there. But here's also the benefit to Alex Wood being hurt. You could sign him next year to a show me deal 
that's like $3 million. Yeah, absolutely. And get him for a steep discount. And then... And have him go out and potentially go off, and then you've got Castillo, Gray, and Wood. And Roark is gone. Yeah. That's that's not bad. Roark's gone with the pieces that we hypothetically got back for him. Right. Still got, you know, you got Disco, who's had a, you know... You picking up what I'm putting down here? Yeah, I'm picking it up. And then you could bring up Lucas Sims. When I say I don't want to sell, I really should clarify, I want Yasiel Puig to remain on our team. That's just what I like. I like how he looks in a jersey. I like how he acts. I like how he runs. I I don't think he's moving. I don't think he's moving because of the first half. I mean, he just started heating up. Yeah. I think it was too late, and I don't think people are still sold on his attitude. Yeah. No. You are. We see it in the community, but the rest of Major League Baseball doesn't. Oh, man. He's out there in hospitals. He's doing it all. Big big Cincinnati Reds community fund guy. Got a sandwich, a taste of Belgium. I mean, that's the dream. What a guy. What a guy. Do you want to burn the Cubs? Let's roast these fuckers. Let's fucking do it. Let's get them. You guys can see on all of I'm these super cool TVs, shout out to Three Points, yeah! the catastrophic Chicago Cubs. Let's take them down a peg. Yeah. Also, as always, for listeners at home, on the road or whatever, uh, the slideshow will be in the description, so you can follow along that way with us. Uh, the catastrophic Chicago Cubs, I felt like that was appropriate with all of the curses that they've had. <laughs> and their fan base, Jesus. Big old drunk people. The worst. Falling into baskets. So, let's, uh, and also if you have burns, we have a microphone. Just come up and talk into it. If you've read, if you can think of something funny about one of these faces that comes up on the stage, you know, uh, you gotta be expedient. Stand up, walk up here, and, uh, and get after it. And we'll turn you on. Alright, cool. Uh, first up, who owns these motherfuckers? Thomas S. Ricketts. Look at this Ted Cruz looking ass bitch. Woo. He looks like if the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man went on keto and keto and all the weight stayed in his face. It's it, baby. You lose it in the hips. Speaking of Ted Cruz, he looks like if Ted Cruz had an allergic reaction to women's rights. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Thomas said he met his wife in the bleachers at Wrigley. So how did he explain to his kids that he met his wife in the middle of a blackout? Yeah, what are you going to do? It's like, yeah, I stumbled upon her, had too few, t- way too many fucking Amstel lights or whatever this dip, dickhole drinks. I threw her up on her boobs. That's when, <laughs> I, that's when I touched your mom's boobs for the first time. Yeah, your mom's got chunky tits. Uh, Thomas S. Ricketts is like the oldest son in a family of Ricketts billionaires. His dad founded Ameritrade. So yeah. they are billionaires. Um, they, we don't have all their pictures up here right now, but everyone in the Ricketts family looks like the same person in different wigs. <laughs> <laughs> they're, all, they're all just like androgynously ugly. It's like you're not a good-looking dude or a good-looking woman. You just are a human face. You are Ricketts. His dad got in trouble because a bunch of his emails got leaked, and he was like so racist. <laughs> A bunch of his dad's emails just like so Islamophobic, so fucking racist towards black people. So uh, Thomas S. Ricketts, uh, he had a, a press conference, and nothing says your dad's not racist like having a press conference to talk about how not racist your dad is. <laughs> I promise, he's a, good, he's a good man. He's a good man, I promise, he's awesome. Dude, I just can't get over how much he looks like fucking the Zodiac Killer. That is insane. <laughs> 
Ted Cruz. There it is. That's great. Hit it. Boom. Theo Epstein. He looks like the bad boy dentist at the practice. <laughs> he is. <laughs> Theo helped the Red Sox break the curse of the Bambino. He helped the Cubs break the curse of the Billy Goat. But he can't break the curse of getting all the hair sh- shaved out of his butt chin. It, it's hard to do, man. Right in between the cheeks, It's dude. tough. <laughs> also, he looks like he gets off yelling at interns. Yeah, dude. I said it looks like he watches his maid clean just to intimidate her. (laughs) You missed a spot. Um, Also, Theo Epstein, bad time to be named Epstein. (laughs) Oh, man. Yikes. Uh, Yeah, you got to stop calling Wrigley your island. (laughs) (laughs) Theo Epstein, uh, at 45 years old, Epstein is super young by general manager standards, but super old by Epstein standards. (laughs) Yeah. Also, he is a boy. Okay, that good. Yeah, but this guy's—he's so good at his job. He's got like baseball autism. Dude, he's he's so really good at it. Yeah, he for sure has goodwill hunting eyes. <laughs> he knows what he's doing. <laughs> he fucking sees it. You give that guy a compliment to his face and he just has no reaction. You know what he does? He just goes, mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Sure. On. Joe Madden, the manager. Uh, Joe Madden, he looks like Rivers Como now. As <laughs> <laughs> I said, he looks like a grandpa that tells everyone that pot is way stronger now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He looks like the old wasted guy at the cool new bar trying to give away his Viagra to every dude talking to a lady. Dude, it's great. Dude, Try it out, man. You're never going to be harder. It's like your dick is trying to get out of a bigger dick. It's <laughs> fucking great. Uh, Joe Madden, he looks like he lies to younger people and says Migos is his favorite band. <laughs> Did you say Migos? N- Migos. I thought you said like Migos like it, like it was wrong. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Joe Madden, actually, a lot of people don't know this. He's the first person to ever say, I'm spiritual but not religious. <laughs> uh, Joe Madden, he, he's, he's so pretentious. He prefers the British office. Uh, Joe Madden forces his players to take CBD. <laughs> It's really good for you. Did you know that Joe Madden is the first person to ever use pi- to read Pitchfork and then use one as a real job? I didn't realize that, man. Yeah, it's good funny. for Joe. It's real great. Pretentious as fuck. Let's get these players, huh? Wilson. <laughs> Wilson might be great at stopping runners on the base path, but he got busted sliding into Mia Khalifa's DMs. This is embarrassing. You guys know Mia Khalifa. At least every you boy know, does. Don't lie. The lady from pornography? Yeah, you know. Yeah, you know, from the place that makes you nut-nut. The uh, hottest Arab in the entire world. <laughs> uh, he messaged her four times, sending stuff like emojis, saying he was a big fan, which is gross. Like, hey, you make me come with my hand, like saying stuff like that. <laughs> she responded with saying bye, and then messaged her four more times before she blasted the DMs on Twitter. Hey, man, the guy shot a shot. Dude. You know what? He's good at giving signs, but I guess he's He's not good at reading them. Can't take a sign. No, we can't read a sign. That's a specific catching joke, but yeah. long way to get there. Oh, uh, yeah, dude. This guy is so thirsty for Mia Khalifa that he's more dehydrated than a raisin. What? Yeah. Come on. Hit it. There we go. Uh, yeah, Tom Hanks' Wilson knows how to smile better than this Wilson. Like <laughs> 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 his first time he's ever tried smiling. <laughs> Your lips look like slugs. Slugs. All right. 
hit it. <laughs> oh, all right, Anthony Rizzo. He looks exhausted. He's probably tired because he's got to get all that blood to his big dumb hand. Yeah, it looks like he's about to get a DUI. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like he looks and acts like if Bam Bam missed a nap. <laughs> That's it. He's mad. And he looks like if Vince Vaughn and Frankenstein had a baby. <laughs> Anthony Rizzo, I'm confused. Was his dad one of the Easter Island statues? I don't know. He's got a real Stonehenge vibe going on. Baby! Baby! Hit it! Addison Russ, speaking of hitting it. Hold on. Oh, yeah, you got one. Anthony oh, Rizzo, Molly Hartzell. Anthony, uh, hold, on. Yeah, hold on. Yeah, just turn on. Molly Hartzell with the Anthony Rizzo burn. Anthony Rizzo looks like he accidentally drank the drink he roofied. <laughs> oh, that was dope. Maldog. Maldog coming in barking, baby. That was dope. That was real dope. Uh, yes. Oh. <laughs> oh, God. Addison Russell. Addison is only batting 244 this season. I bet he hit better if they replaced the balls with his ex-wife. <laughs> He's a serial abuser. If you Real bad. <laughs> I can't figure out what's shorter, Addison's hairline or his 40-game suspension for domestic abuse. <laughs> Boo! Addison. Do you think he plays football? He sucks. God. No, he's not in the NFL. No. Uh, he got booed when he, got came, when he came back from that 40-game suspension. For Good. He got booed in Wrigley Field, which was surprising because I assumed all Cubs fans beat their wives. <laughs> yeah! Addison Russell, uh, known for his athleticism, uh, floats like a butterfly, stings like a serial domestic abuser. Give it up for him. <laughs> Moon guy, I wish nothing but bad things upon you, Addison Russell. Moving on. <laughs> Javi Baez. Javi Baez. Good thing baseball has worked out for him, because if he if it didn't, he looks like he would have been a roadie for Pitbull. What is <laughs> <laughs> stunt double? Well, yeah. <laughs> one of them. Yeah, dude, can you read my chorus double? Golly. Uh, okay, this is the one we talked about. This, yes. Okay, you got my back? Great. <laughs> okay. Javi is quick, but imagine how much faster he would be if he didn't have all those chains. With all those chains, he looks like he's about to work the railroad all live long day. Yeah, baby! Yeah! Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. a little tongue-in-cheek slavery joke there. That's fine. Okay. And I can't tell if the slip of his eyebrow was because a chain came up and, <laughs> and hit him, or if... <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> the joke wasn't worth it. That's all good. <laughs> Let me take that one from the top, because I'm just, I'm now beat red. Hit it, Bilbo. I got this. I can't tell if that slit above his eyebrow was because a chain came up and hit him, or uh, if he wants to let everyone know at the nightclub that their drink isn't safe. <laughs> there it is. More movies. Hit it up, Matthew. Yeah. Uh, Javi Baez. Uh, he looks like a Latin anime character. Uh, Javi Baez he looks like his eyebrow regimen includes lasers (laughs) they're quite sharp very sharp poignant Molly Hartzell hit it with the Javi Baez hold on oh yeah okay gotta give it to him Uh, Baez has balls located directly on his chin yeah score chin what was the last guy's name the last guy's name was Addison Russell. All right, because uh, his chin looks like Addison Russell's hairline. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, baby! Yeah, Logan Lawson has a 
Oh, this is fun. This is great. Hell yeah. That's cute. Javi Baez, uh, extremely good player. Moving on. Very good. So nasty. Probably the second best shortstop in baseball. Chris Bryant. Chris Bryant, he looks like the fourth Jonas brother. <laughs> but his talent was running sound. That's it. He's a sound guy. <coughs> That's all he is. Uh, he looks like every dude, every blacked out dude in an Eric Church concert. <laughs> uh, I bet he calls his dick the Vineyard Vine. Hell yeah. <laughs> something, baby. Own it. Hop on this polo. This is surprising. Chris Bryant b- grew up in Las Vegas, but he never had a drink. He's never gambled, and he's best friends with Bryce Harper, and he's not Mormon? That is shocking. Something isn't adding up here, just like his arbitration case. And the the religion of Mormonism. (laughs) Chris Bryant, I have been told that I look like Chris Bryant on many occasions. Like, I was serving table, I've been told that I look like Chris Bryant, uh, which is upsetting because apparently I look like a Nickelodeon game show host. You better get slimed. <laughs> All right, Chris Bryant. Uh, yeah, he looks like he's married, but he looks like he's still on Tinder, but only for the validation. <laughs> he just needs to know that someone thinks he's hot. Logan Lotzenheiser, you think it? Uh, that picture on the right looks like the last thing all those women saw. <laughs> <laughs> And hostess with the most is Wayne Minnett. Chris Bryant looks like he plays baseball for Express for Men. <laughs> he also spells his name like he plays baseball for Express for Men. Yeah, Chris. Well, that makes sense because he's a model for Express for Men. Yeah, he truly is. He is. He really models yeah. for that company. Craig, hit it, baby. Someone told me that Chris Bryant looks like Chris looks like Lee Kimbrell, which kind of like. That hurts. It's me. It's him, Nickelodeon Game Show host. Chris Bryant, baby. Craig Thomas, Uber fan. Hell yeah, dog. We double dare you to have more burns. All right, this guy, (laughs) this guy coming up, I mean, Jesus fucking Christ. (laughs) Look at his face. Okay, Kyle Schwarber. Did you guys know that Kyle Schwarber is from Middletown, Ohio? In case you didn't, Tom Brenneman will remind you. Yeah. Anytime. (laughs) Schwarber looks like the type of guy who would have Taz the Tasmanian Devil and balls on the back of his pickup truck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's got a Taz tattoo. Oh, for sure. On his left butt cheek. Uh, Kyle Schwarber, this is crazy, he's developing a new type of scent for Axe Body Spray, right. his, uh, which is his main deodorant. Um, it's called the Schwarbs. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's a mix of fresh cut grass, Mountain Dew Live Wire, and Grizzly Wintergreen. That smells pretty good. Spot on, Chris. That's a pretty, you know, niche demo. Very niche. It would sell really well on the west side. And sell great in Middletown. There it is. Uh, yeah, he was the pride of Middletown for a while, which wasn't hard to overcome because before Kyle Schwarber was the pride of Middletown, it was just that skyline with good bathrooms. <laughs> I thought the pride of Middletown was the rebel flag. <laughs> uh, Kyle Schwarber plays left field, but he likes to call it alt-right field. <laughs> Kyle Schwarber looks like the Egyptian god of carbs. <laughs> How are you fat and skinny at the same time? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Kyle Schwarber's face is upsetting. It looks like he shaves with duct tape. <laughs> it's just a hit or miss. Also, the picture in the slideshow is of me yelling at Kyle Schwarber. Yeah. Because he was, he was arguing a balls and strike call with what? the umpire, and I yelled, Sit down, you 
a hillbilly. Hell yeah, get his ass. And then he proceeded to just stare at me, take off his batting gloves, and throw down his bat. Well, I mean, video proof. Billy punked Kyle Schwarber. Give it up for that. How about huh? that, huh? Yeah. That's what I'm talking about, baby. Hello? Joe, Joe you going to burn Kyle Schwarber? Going to take this fucker down a peg? Fuck yeah. Yeah, uh... Kyle Schwarber looks like Monster Energy needed to tap their target market in Middletown and pit pulled over the first guy with truck nuts and the tap out shirt they saw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. That guy owns a ton of affliction tees. So many. Hell He's got those yeah. sparkly jeans. Who's up next? We got Albert Almora Jr. Look at this fuck. Not only does Albert Almora Jr. steal home runs from opposing hitters, with that hair, he looks like he steals from houses in the suburbs of Chicago. <laughs> yeah, he does. And Albert Almora Jr. lined a ball out of play and struck a child in Houston this year. I feel bad for the kid. Not because they got hit, but because now they have a ton of game used and signed Albert Almora Jr. stuff to throw away. Yeah, no no value with that, man. Ugh. Yeah, you said that, yeah. I mean, it, he hit that little girl. He got really upset about it. He could have fucking smiled for his picture. <laughs> I don't know. If he was any more dead in the eyes, he'd be that little girl he put in a coma. <laughs> <laughs> You know, they should put up nets at the stadium. Um, cool. Yeah, he's got the same laser robot as Javi Baez for his eyebrows. <laughs> and uh, Albert Amora with that thousand-yard stare. First off, what happened in your childhood? Second off, you look like a school shooter who got away with it. <laughs> Didn't get caught. Not he, he looks like Ben Schwartz, too, <laughs> in that middle picture. He looks like what? Ben Schwartz. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah, that yeah. very funny actor. He's very funny. Jason Hayward. Jason Hayward. When life gives you a lemon-shaped head, <laughs> make $187 million out of it. Yeah, no shit. This guy's got the craziest contract in the league. Dude, what's smaller? Jason's chances of getting signed after his contract ends in 2024 or his eyes? <laughs> He's got tiny little eyes. Uh, Jason Hayward, more like Jason Squidward, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> the guy looks like Squidward. <laughs> uh, Sam just texted me. Oh, yeah? Sam LeCure, former pitcher for the Reds. He cool. just got to his hotel. I'm trying to get him to come down. Okay, cool. Maybe you'll get here. Hey, Maybe you'll get here. Huh? Uh, yeah? This one is when you can tell that we're getting uh, to the end of the jokes. It's a bit of a stretch. Jason Hayward. <laughs> Jason Hayward plays for the Cubs because he looks like a bear who plays jazz music. <laughs> just, doesn't, just doesn't make any sense. It doesn't, but you know what? I still love it. <laughs> you know. Are you trying to say he's about to steal some picnic well, baskets? Good trying, man. Jason Hayward. Oh, I got one more for him. Uh, okay, gotcha. Jason just became a spokesperson for Hims. Uh, not to promote hair loss, but to fight eyebrow hair loss. Yeah, you need some eyebrows, dog. Good more those things are thin. They're more sparse than a natural Joe Madden erection. <laughs> Joe Madden can't get it up. Nope. We're going through the outfield, and we're going to the pitchers. Guys, look at this hateful person. It's John Lester. That beard is terrible. It looks like he shaved his pubes and then glued them to his face. That is a fact. And he looks like an Amish bat. <laughs> he looks like a fucking men's rights activist. <laughs> How angry does this dude fucking look? He doesn't want to tear down Confederate statues in the South because he is one. <laughs> 
He looks way more like a professional gamer than a professional baseball player. <laughs> uh, is that someone else's beard? <laughs> it looks like it's someone else's beard. And uh, it's pretty cool. Um, he started this beard actually in No Shave November in the year 2002. <laughs> So it's an old growth beard. It's one of those middle school beards. You know what I'm saying? Dude? Yeah, I feel you. I feel what you're picking. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Joel, you going on John with no H? Yeah, John Lester looks like he ate all the pulled pork in town, but didn't pull out of all the girls he didn't get consent from. <laughs> <laughs> Big barbecue guy. Oh, speaks to me. Logan, Logan, Logan Lotzenhauser. I mean, just by judging the way he looks, I'm surprised his first name isn't Mo. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's great. If you guys are going to connect the dots, that would make his name Mo Lasser. Hell yeah. We got in the back. Hell yeah. Yeah. Other pitcher. Yeah. Craig Kimbrell. I guess. Yeah, no, they're related for sure. Uh, guess this leprechaun finally found his pot of gold in Chicago. Finally. Good God. It only took two-thirds of the first half of the season. That's some math, huh? Guy got paid. Looks like the only thing this guy closes is Ezekiel's furniture store. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like he should be making butter with John Lester. <laughs> Probably mid jewel drag. Sorry there, bro. No, it's good. Uh, the beginning of his windup looks like he's hiding behind a bush watching his neighbor change. Which is something he probably does. Oh, for sure. Do you think he's trying to, like, mirror animals in the wild and, like, get big to be intimidating? He's just trying to get small to make the strike zone bigger. Yeah, I just don't understand what he's doing. Obviously, it really irks me. My name is Lee Michael Kimbrell. This guy's name is Craig Michael Kimbrell. <laughs> That's very upsetting, uh, especially because he spells his name wrong. In case you're wondering, Kimbrel has two L's in it. That's the proper way to spell <laughs> Unless you're a fucking hillbilly. Uh, they're just taking L's away from his name. Uh, but I guess that makes sense because his family line looks like they've taken a bunch of L's in their time. <laughs> it's probably been a rough go for him. Uh, Craig Kimbrell looks like if in The Lord of the Rings, Samwise Gamgee murdered Frodo and stole the ring from him. <laughs> And then that was the plot of the movie. Uh, yeah, he wakes up in the morning and has himself a nice dip spit smoothie to get things started off. And uh, yeah, that's what I get. This guy uh, is a very good baseball pitcher, but kind of sucks. Kind of sucks. And dude, fuck yeah, you dude. guys. Thank you, man. Wayne Mimmit, hit it, daddy. Uh, I've never thought I knew what a person looked like if they were an orangutan, but now I know. I know. <laughs> Played by a person, it would be Craig Kimbrell. Oh, so. yeah, sure. That's Jan Goodall's star student right there, man. <laughs> best, best athlete in the school. My dog! Hit him! The only excuse for a beard this nasty is to cover up a swastika birthmark. It's <laughs> <laughs> the only thing in that beard. Hell yeah. Mall dog delivering, son. Owned it, dude. Fuck you, Craig, Craig Kimbrell. Yeah, Craig. A famous person with the last name of Kimbrell, and he spells it incorrectly. Yeah, and his name's Craig. And he looks like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Boom. Okay. Okay. This, this fucking guy. Look, look what Sammy Sosa looks like now. Jesus. Sammy Sosa looks a little different now. Uh, he looks like Madame Tussaud fucked up. <laughs> he looks like he's slowly turning into Grandpa Munster. <laughs> And uh, are we sure that's not Sammy's? That's not how Sammy Sosa's looked the whole time, and he's just recently been forgetting to do blackface. Maybe, maybe he's just really racist. That's true. Who knows? Yeah, he just—he's getting lazy with the makeup. <laughs> also, if they remake Weekend at Bernie's, I think we know who should be playing Bernie. D- d- he looks like a fucking corpse. He looks like he gets his makeup done at the cadaver shop. Yeah, Sammy Sosa looks like. <laughs> Sam says it looks like white Shrek. (laughs) (laughs) Last one. When was the last time Sammy Sosa looked into a mirror? Never, because he's a vampire. Yeah, he couldn't see it. Uh, uh, Sammy says he looks like Arnold Schwarzenegger as Dr. Freeze. Uh, 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 Sammy Sosa, I think he's actively trying to transform into a baseball. I don't know what he's going for. Uh, and, and Sammy Sosa, I read in an article, he, uh, the reason why he, this drastic change is he watched the movie Frozen, <laughs> and then in that, in that song, uh, he thought it was, do you want to be a snowman? <laughs> and Sammy said, yes, I do. Yes, I do. And so he made himself white. Oh. That's all I got on old Slam and Sammy. Craig, what you Dude. got, dog? Sammy Sosa looks like his balls were juiced. <laughs> <laughs> Someone just did. Oh, fuck yeah, Chandler. Chandler, hit it, dog. Chandler! He looks like an ad for a class action lawsuit against Botox. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Dude, <laughs> yes. Sammy Sosa, man. Oh. In the summer of 98, 99, 2000, Sammy hit, had three seasons in a row where he had 60 home runs. Summer of 98, him and Mark McGuire kind of revitalized baseball with the home run trace trying to get Maris. Um, you know, steroids, that's a huge bummer. But, I mean, Jesus Christ, look at Dude, he looks like he tried to eat the corked bat. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> Very sick. I mean, Sammy Sosa looks so bad at this point, he would, like, rather be Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Slam and Sammy, what happened to you, Daddy? Jeez. I, yeah, it's like, I guess he has a skin condition. It, well, Billy, but, Billy pulled up this image, and uh, it's it's a it's a very popular meme on the internet. Yeah, <laughs> Neapolitan ice, ice cream. cream. Sammy Sosa is living his best life as Neapolitan ice cream. <laughs> a lot of hues going on in there in Sammy's life, uh, and yeah, that's all Dude, I got out of. What's fucked up is that middle picture. Is he's wearing blue contacts? It's very off-putting. Is that not Joe Pesci. <laughs> <laughs> the middle one's from when he was in the Lost Boys. So. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> looking like a vampire-looking ass Sammy Sosa. Dude, Reefer Sutherland. <laughs> dudes, dudes and friends, dudes and ladies. Oof, that's, that's, that's the end the of the birds. They're very good. Yeah, the Cubs are good. It's hard to make fun of a bunch of very rich, very good-looking, very successful players, but I think we did it. I think we did a great job. What do you guys think? Yeah! Do you guys think we did a great job? I think we did a great job. I think we did, too. Let's round third and head for home. 
Rounding third, heading for home, man. I, um, I, I'm about to leave. I'm going on a little run. I'm going to, yeah, dude, I'm going to uh, Atlanta on Saturday, uh, Atlanta on Saturday, Chattanooga on uh, Sunday, back to Atlanta on Monday. Then we're going Louisville Tuesday, Lexington Wednesday, Indianapolis Thursday. So if you're listening or if you know anybody in those towns, tell them to hit me up on Instagram, figure out where those shows are. As always, uh, the open mic at the hub is every single Monday from now until forever. Yep. It's my favorite night of the week. Third Friday, we got a showcase there at the hub through Bombs Away Comedy. It's a beautiful thing. The Cincinnati comedy scene's on fire right now. It's funny. Yeah, it is. I mean, it, part of it. It's, I mean it wouldn't, this wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for the great Cincinnati comedy scene with Bombs Away, Bombs everybody. Bombs Away, baby. Much love. Go to a Bombs Away show. And There's then, one you know, every day, everywhere. And then Go Bananas Comedy Club is always there. Like, yeah, Wednesday yeah. through Sunday. Monday forever. Uh, yeah, Wednesday through Sunday at Go Bananas, every Monday at the Hub. Follow cool. Bombs Away. Go to bombsaway.com, bombswaycomedy.com. Check yeah, it out. Go to like him on Facebook, follow him on Twitter. No. No. Follow him on Instagram. We're cool. Fuck Twitter. You, you Twitter. You run Twitter's third. a hellscape that I do not like. You round third, baby. All right. Uh, tomorrow, Friday and Saturday, I'm at Via Vice Winery. Word. Yeah. Winery. Winery. I'll be do- telling jokes with my pinky up. Hit it. Very fancy. Um, I'll be doing that. And then um, I'm seeing ELO in Detroit. Let's go. <laughs> Electric cool. Light Orchestra. Yeah, do it's the first time they've played together in 30 years. Oh, you bitch. I'm going with my dad and my That's mom. So cool, it's a man. family trip to Tatois. That's it's, very cool. And we're going to Little Caesars Arena, which I hear is great. And I hear they have pizza, pizza. So Pizza, pizza, and pizza. It's hot and ready. So just like Jeff Lynn's sick licks. Well, dude, uh, Billy and I do this every single week in his kitchen. We write jokes for it. We pay attention to the Reds. It's fun. We love it. It is a lot of work, but we love it. And uh, you guys coming out and listening to us means the world. Thank you so much. Thank you. Me and Billy will give it up for you. Thank you guys so much. Also, thank you, Armchair All-Americans. Yes, Armchair All-American. I'm about to pee my penis off my body. Go Red Legs! Let's go Red Legs, baby! Stay nasty! As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. 
Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows.